Shalom everybody, we're continuing where we left off, Mikuta Halachot, section Evan Ezer, the laws of Ishut, of marital, marital marriage, permissible marriages, discourse number three, Halacha Gimel. We're now still in the middle of paragraph Seif 33, we're approximately one-fourth into this paragraph, continuing where we left off last time, where Vanessa is beginning to expound the story of the deaf beggar, him being deaf, to listening to all the sounds of the world, even the joys of the world, since everything is mixed with an admixture of sadness. So he is way above this. He's able to bypass it. So at this point, Rav Nussin will re-strengthen this insight of the bouncing echoed voice that he did speak about earlier in this discourse, in depth even. But for the sake and the purpose of reconnecting it to this part of the story, of the seven beggars, the second beggar who's deaf, he goes over the points and just reiterates them and gives us a better perspective in light of the story. So he says like this, and again, we went into these details earlier. For all of the suffering and the lackings that every person has in this world, and everybody does have in this world suffering and lackings when it's taken into perspective of exclusively this world. All of the, those sufferings and lackings is simply because of the attribute of justice, judgments, dinim, and of constrictions, which are pre- preventing the bounty from coming down. <clears throat> the whole world is a constriction, so in its nature, it won't let down all the bounty come down directly, or, or un, unhindered. There has to be a constriction because of the fact that the world represents judgments. Right? And that, and the fact that the, the bounty is prevented from coming down fully and properly, that's how all types of lackings and suffering come down to people in this world, God forbid. Heaven forbid, heaven protect us. And but the main point, how a person, God forbid, can have that there's intense exacting of judgment, God forbid. That from there come all the lackings. It all comes from the bouncing voice, the echo, the sound which is second. It's not the real thing. Which is the bouncing voice we've mentioned so many times already above. In other words, we went into this, if you remember. In other words, how does a person unfortunately be influenced and weighed down by the suffering and the lackings? It's if now the person listens only to the echo. He only listens and pays attention to the second voice, the echoed voice itself, and he doesn't close his ears to the second voice, which is basically the sound of all the foolishness, all the folly of the vanities of this world. Health and a nice house and ever having a good time in this world exclusively. And a person doesn't close his ears to this, to these sounds. Oh, I want to do this. I want to have this. I want to pursue. I want to make a career. Where a person is building up for this world 
if a person now doesn't close his ears to that, so that's where all the suffering is coming from. And instead to do what? So what should I do instead? If a person doesn't turn, close his ears from this world and instead turn his heart and ears to what we mentioned before, the concept of the direct voice of God, the direct sound itself, which is basically the all-encompassing, in other words, the general thing of Torah, and mitzvot, which are drawn from the direct voice. Bechinat, kol dvarim atem shomim. Rav Lossin's amazing. Look at the verse he brings. From Dvarim, chapter 4, verse 12. Kol dvarim, you hear the voice of the, 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 the voice of the words atem shomim, you're listening to. You don't see, but you can hear it. Okay? He, Rav Lossin is amazing. He's giving us the attitude this is basically the attitude of Judaism and, and what people have a problem with with Judaism and the belief of Judaism. Belief of Judaism is you don't see what you believe in. You believe and in the belief you see. In other words, when they take a look at this world, prove it to me, prove to me that God exists, prove to me. So if it's now from this world, you don't see anything. Judaism is bypassing the sounds of this world and listening to the word of God listening to the Torah and the mitzvot I, but I don't see anything I don't see any, any results of this any accomplishments I don't see this doing anything the answer is that's emuna. We're not in this world we don't see we're not, meant, we're not looking to see this we're looking to bypass it and put our faith in the initial voice which you don't see you guys are paying attention to the echo we know that the echo is only an echo it's coming from somewhere else if you're smart you will look for the source where it's coming from and if to go to get to get to get to that realm you have to close your ears to the sounds coming from this world all the static which is blocking and preventing you got to bypass it and then you can hear the voice of God, which is the words of the Torah. I pay attention only to what's written in the Chumash, only what's in the Gemara, only what's in Shulchan Aruch. That's what matters me, that's what concerns me, that's what I'm connecting to. And I don't see that in the voice of this world. It's like when, you, when you're learning in a Beit Midrash, you close the book, and then you go on the bus, and you go to work, you go to the world. You don't see any trace on a simple level, obviously without working for it, but we don't see any connection at all to what you learned in the Beit Midrash, to the mundanities of going on the bus, going on the street, going shopping. <laughs> What's this have to do with this? It's like two voices. That's the thing. That's the trick. We're trying to bypass the voice made by society in the world, which is pursuing, like he said, the follies, the salute, the vanities of this world. And I'm trying to listen and connect to listening and following the voice of God found in the Torah and the mitzvot, which is basically belief. That is emunah. That is the definition of emunah, that I'm blocking my ears from the sounds of this world in order to only exclusively listen to the voice of the Torah and of Hashem. So that's bypassing the echo, the kol havara, and trying to listen to exclusively the kol yashar, the direct voice of God. Okay, so back inside here. And like we said above, the essence of Torah and mitzvot is faith. Because you have to literally block off what you see and to go with belief to what's out there really. You can't see it. Because you have to go past the echo in order to be able to hear the voice, the direct voice. 
דהיינו, לכיסא, here, להטות אוזנו ולבבו לכל הישר, שעל ידי זה נברא הכל. To very much focus your ears and your heart, because we said the ears are connected to the heart. Of, of the external organs, the ears, Shmiya listening, the faculty of hearing is connected to the heart. You listen with the heart. Okay, but to listen you have to hear words. So the course goes through the ears and into the heart. In other words, you have to, in order to turn your hearts, your ears and hearts to the direct voice, that through this everything was created. Leda, to know. To know and to focus that everything is drawn specifically only from the direct voice and as mentioned above. That's why it's worth investing to bypass the, the echoed voice and to listen to, to seek, to look out, to pick up the codes of the direct voice of God. This has been mentioned above. You can take a look in paragraph 19 of this lesson, of this discourse. And each person commensurate how much they blemish in this. In other words, that they don't listen to the kolayashar. Or there's percentages. There's more, too much vanity, and less kolayashar, direct voice. Or by another person, there's more of a direct voice in his life and less of an echo. That determines how much dinim, judgments, are in a person's life. Which that determines how much a person is weighed down by suffering and lackings. Okay? Which is basically the blemish of faith. That's what it is, basically, what we're trying to say here. The idea of idolatry, of heresy, or of, you know, of, of denial, denials of God. That's basically what it is. When a person doesn't want to seek out the, the direct voice, it's basically idolatry. He settles with a second existence. He settles of the echo. He settles of the thing which is not the truth, which is sheker. And a person's happy with that. Or a person is not a fully a tzaddik yet. He's not there yet. So he has an admixture. Admixture of worldly pursuits, enjoying and everything. Of idolatry, of atheism. God is not here now. I'm taking a break. I'm taking a vacation. I want to enjoy myself and everything. Okay? And then also it's mixed in with direct voice. So that person's asking for it. The bad person should not complain afterwards when he has lackings and sufferings. Listen, you asked for it. You want that lifestyle. So expect, expect that you're going to be weighed down by lackings in life and in suffering. And you're going to feel it. It's going to bother you because this world being an echo, being not the real thing, being a constriction, being a judgment can only bring forth in itself suffering and lackings. So how to bypass that? Look for the truth. Look for the source. Look for the direct voice of God. Hidden. But you're going to have to close your eyes, close your ears from this world in order to pick up the sounds of the Torah. The sounds of Hashem and the Torah and the mitzvot. You're going to need emunah. Okay? Shalidei Zed, and again, by focusing on the second voice, the echo. Shalidei Zed, mafrid hashpa'at kol tuv hanimshach mibechinat kol hayashar. And by blocking off, and you see, by separating the direct voice from the echoed voice, by blemishing with an emuna, by, by advocating and strengthening idolatry, heresy and denial of Hashem's existence, by making that separation, right? So a person is, by doing that, like we just said, separating 
all the abundance of good which is drawn specifically from the direct voice to the world at large, the world in general. That in this world is heard the bouncing voice as mentioned above. So the person does that. He makes that separation. That's where all the lackings come from. And just a reminder so we don't lose track. This again is why it's so powerful. It's so beneficial for a person to realign himself through the ten types of song. We said this earlier. The ten types of song, which have on a more practical level been compartmentalized, if you want to say, into the ten psalms known as the Tikkun Aklali. What that does is these ten sounds, ten types of song, which are ten sounds of the direct voice, reconnect a person, reconnect a person, realign a person, no matter how much he strayed and trapped in the echoed voice, to reconnect him to the direct voice. That's what basically the Tikkun Aklali is doing in our context. It reconnects a person from the Kolach Choser, from the bouncing voice, directly back to the Kol Hayashad, the direct voice of God, which is the source of all the abundance and blessings like you just said right now.